0: Hi, I'm Notre Dame safety Kyle Hamilton and you're listening to Single High, a Notre Dame football podcast from uhnd.com, the official home of the Kyle Hamilton fan club. It's field down around the five yard line. The kick will come down and Rugby will take it. Takes it at the 12, 15, 20, 25. He's at the 30. Captain burners around. He- Frank Vitovich, and Greg Flamont. Welcome back to another edition of Single High, the Notre Dame football podcast from uhnd.com. After a two-week uh, two break, we are back in action tonight with a lot to talk about, courtesy of a former head coach at the University of Notre Dame who decided to give us plenty of podcast fodder uh earlier uh, earlier this evening so let let's jump into it uh I am Frank Pazovic one of your hosts uh for uh, for the Single High podcast here joined as always by the president of the Kyle Hamilton fan club and a video analyst for Irish Sports Daily Mr Greg Phamong Greg how are we doing tonight how are we doing now versus how are you doing at like i don't know 5:30 pm eastern or 2:30 so, i guess your time whenever so, those stories started to to break as i um
1: alluded to on the twitter machine i've been a little i've been a little spicy the last like couple weeks um, mm-hmm. i haven't i haven't really you know made notice of it too much a little bit but not too much Th- there's been some uh some Kyle slander being some? passed around the internet, it, you know, it wasn't even like it was the 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 Michigan radio person. I don't know his name. It's not important.
0: Not. I don't know.
1: No. It, it, it. That was the head that really just was like, okay, I'm gonna go in because this is ridiculous. Uh, but there's been some little comments here and there, and I've let it go because I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to boost up every negative thing, right? Like I like to be a positive. Yeah a beacon if you a will a
0: beacon of light, yeah a All beacon
1: right. right and so but it, you know it, it's been it's been building up and building up and and then the the, the the terrible takes came out and like i was upset about that and i didn't like that and yeah. then and then and then the brian kelly with his with, with his just moronic you know I, I do you think that he has like he needs someone that who will talk to him He needs someone who will talk to him and pull him aside. And and like these quotes that you're giving. I I, I don't know how any other way to say it other than you sound like a loser and it's you're talking like a loser and you need you need to stop doing it.
0: I, you know, I, nobody needs to, I want him to keep doing this now. He and you know what, you, you know so what
1: from, people who care about him, who are close to him need
0: to, Yeah, people who care about him. know he just got a $95 million contract. They're like, do whatever you want. Uh, it's but, just, and for those maybe even listening, cause this all happened Thursday night. For those of you who are maybe tuning in uh, Friday morning, Friday afternoon, when we post this, uh, if you did not notice or did not see Brian Kelly decided to go on a little media tour. Uh, which it's for, yeah. it was very weird. Uh, not, I don't want to say weird, but it, it was very, it seems planned because all of a sudden, like Brian Kelly, has not said, you know, a thing about Notre Dame since he left all of a sudden, two stories get planted, uh, you know, back to back one in the, you know, one in the associated press, one from CBS sports with a lot of quotes from Brian Kelly about why he left. Uh, and, and, and basically, you know, saying it was Notre Dame's fault, while simultaneously saying it was no one's fault, even though he placed all of the blame for why he left on Notre Dame and has us a little has us a little fired up. I was not going to drink on the podcast tonight, Greg. I told you this the other <laughs> night. I'm in a little bit of diet mode at the moment. So, you know, two years of uh, two, two years of uh, of a uh, newfound covid diet. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, six, almost six months now of dad life, uh, the diet changed and uh, I had a somewhat, somewhat humbling moment where I was packing for a trip uh, about a week ago, I guess it was a little over a week ago. And I was like, yeah, I haven't, I haven't worn these summer shirts in a while. Uh-oh. I'm going to try some of these on before I pack them and, and then get to a warm destination and maybe they don't fit. And it was humbling. It, uh, it was, it was a trying packing experience because it took me a few tries to find some shirts that were... I've
1: been through that, you know. Uh, I've been there. I as
0: understand. as have I. And you know, I don't even know. I mentioned it, I think, on Twitter before, but uh, I used to be a large man, Greg. I used to weigh like 300 pounds. Yeah. And then I dropped down to 180-ish for years, mm-hmm. for years. So uh, that's, where, that's where I'm at. So I was like, okay. It's easy enough to get this back off and slide slide into these shirts again, but uh, I gotta cut back on my beloved beers, as you all know. Yeah. But
1: uh, you went four and eight, and you had to make some changes.
0: I did, I did, yeah. and but Brian Kelly pissed me off, so we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna jump in. Uh, I'm gonna have one, just one though. Um, it's gonna count though because it's ten percent, so that'll that'll hold me over here for uh, for a little while. But uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, let me try it first too. Let's let's just get in on that. Uh, pretty good, pretty good for ten percent. Uh, uh, so that's, that's that's a solid one. Um, from other half brewery in uh, in Brooklyn, you guys have probably those of you who pay attention to the beer takes have probably heard me mention other half before because they are phenomenal. But anyway, let's get into what Brian Kelly said. Um uh, yeah, we'll start by kind of recapping. One, you I mean, he he basically says, Okay, you know, it's it was no one's fault. We're going in different we were going in different directions and we I wanted got different, different
1: things. things. We wanted different I things, got Notre
0: Dame know? as far as I could get them, and they got me as far as you know as they could get me. Like, okay, that was first of all, it's just like a weird take to 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 say, like, bro, you were the head coach at Cincinnati, you were the head coach at uh you know grand valley state uh you, you you wasn't like you know you came to notre dame from yeah alabama or some marquee program like you were you were a mid-tier head coach you know you were yeah you were successful but like this whole like they did yeah whatever okay that pissed that little it was like e just like a little thing that he said that that started you know kind of the uh, the, you know, just like the where, where you knew where this the, this was going as soon as you're reading it, you read those lines, you like, oh, okay. And he starts blaming the training table, he starts blaming the goog, uh, you know, saying like, oh, you know, it wasn't, I, I forget even how he said it. It was something about like how it wasn't quite built for what it needs to be. It's like, dude, it was literally built to house the football team, and he's like, oh, it wasn't built, by, you know, we didn't have a training, we didn't have a personal chef, I asked for that. You know, after 2016, it's like, OK, odd time to make requests after, you know, your worst season as a head coach. But bold move, Brian. Um, and then he also said, like, oh, you know, LSU, it's so much easier to recruit here. Uh, you know, at Notre Dame, I was what's interesting, too, is he told I forget the, which order this was. He told one of them, oh, at Notre Dame, I had to be on a plane six weeks. It's like that. That doesn't seem like a lot to me. He um, told that to Dennis Dodd. And they, but it, and then was it. I thought he told Dodd four weeks. One of them he told six, and oh, the other he told four, which yeah. is kind of funny that he didn't even use the same number. It's like, bro, four weeks? Are you kidding me? Like, that's you think that's a lot as a as a, as a head coach? You think I don't know? You think Urban Meyer ever you know complained about getting on a plane to go after you know elite recruits? No, not. I mean they they they, they did what you know what they what they needed to do. Hell, Marcus Freeman. Finished his introductory press conference and went directly to the airport and got on a plane and went to clean up the mess that Brian Kelly left behind by leaving, you know, in the middle of the night like he, you know, like like he did. So there was a lot that Brian Kelly said to argue with or to be annoyed with. Uh, You'd be upset with if you're if you're a Notre Dame fan. And it's just I think you nailed it already. He just. It it, it, there's some big loser vibes coming out of you know of that article, Uh, or those quotes. It's like recruiting was hard, so I didn't want to do it anymore. So I'm not. I just
1: like okay. First of all, so first, I I think the stuff about the Goog right, that is all true. I I I honestly like, and I've talked about this before. I think it's pathetic that Notre Dame has this complex that doesn't like forget the training table piece right they don't have a place to study at the university of notre dame the goog does not have a study space kids are studying in the hallway like that's unacceptable okay like but here's the other problem all right like don't tell me you like oh the the reason is because of the goog like dude that is not like that is not the deal. All right. Don't tell me it's the Goog when Brian Van Gorder was on your staff.
0: Okay, <laughs> you brought him up this time, Goog. not me.
1: Like, don't tell me it's the Goog when. Okay, at the, at the 2018, right? They they go to the playoffs against Clemson, and 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 after the game, they lose 30 to three. Go to the playoffs, he goes in the, and he goes in the press conference and he says, We need guys like them, right? We need guys like T Higgins and Justin Ross mm. and Travis Etienne and all that other stuff, right? We mm, need yes. that. That's what we need in Notre Dame. So that was 2018. So here we are in the year of our Lord 2022, <laughs> and we can't have a functional practice. Because we don't have any wide receivers on the roster. Mm-hmm. You had you brought in one wide receiver in the last class. You have none left from 2019. You have none left from 2020. And and you're gonna tell me that it's because of what the, the freaking training table? Like that is the training table is is uh is is an issue but it is yeah. not the issue like it is not like you you need to like you can't tell me when Tobias Merriweather – there there are no 2021 20, wide receivers on campus right now there are zero there are none don't tell me about that stuff when you're not taking care of your own thing and look this guy's talking about what six weeks six, exactly. oh, sorry it was six weeks did did the check not clear Brian, yeah. like, did did the check not get deposited into the money into the bank account? Because that's what the money's for, my guy. And as look, he's acting like it's the South Bend Cubs, you know, driving around in, in a in a in a in a in a chartered bus. You're, you're you're on private jets, okay? You're on private jets. Don't tell me you're not bringing your golf clubs. Don't tell me that. We know
0: he does. Um, what 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 what, what does what does what is Brian Kelly's customary? Sunday after USC game, we learned from Tommy Reese. And honestly, what is it?
1: No, no problem. Like yeah. you can like, I, like don't 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 whine to me about five weeks. I don't want to hear it. it. That that's not that's not acceptable. And it's honestly, not Like again, if I'm the LSU AD, like I'm a little bit concerned. It's like wait a second, you're my third choice anyway, and here you are whining about about the Goog. Like no, dude, you 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 didn't and and thank and God bless Carter Carl's, for his for his journalism and his professionalism, for for shining a light on the fact that Notre Dame does not have Jalen McMillan and Lathan Ransom on campus right now because Brian Kelly didn't want to send them a text message and he didn't want to call them and he didn't want to be involved in their recruitment, and that is a true thing. That is true. And Carter told the truth because that's what journalism is he told the truth and Brian Kelly got very upset and Brian Pollian went on a rant about how hard Brian Kelly is working and all that other crap and as a, oh he's a he's a he's no one works harder in college football and yet here we are your boy is whining about 6 weeks on the road or 4 football. or 4
0: depending on the article
1: Four to six weeks on the road. Exactly. It's crazy in, in to college me. College like, football. You're talking about you're talking about the one of the most prestigious jobs in the country. And you're whining about
0: recruiting. Well,
1: not I, a just, lot of... I just I just want to drive around Louisiana in my and it's biggest, Tesla.
0: Tesla, in my Tesla. brand new Tesla, mind in, you. In, 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 my tes,
1: in my Tesla in my Tesla and 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 talk because because that's easier for me. Like, dude, that you sound like a you sound like a baby. you sound like a loser and and that's what it sounds like. I yeah. don't know what to say. like that like it then don't just take it from me. That's what everybody's gonna say because that's what it is. It just sounds that like like that. yeah, it's ridiculous.
0: It's like recruiting is hard. i don't I don't want to do it. so uh it, it, he basically admitted it. It was like i he basically said in that art in he he said in those interviews. For all intents and purposes, he couldn't recruit well enough at Notre Dame to win a championship. That's what he admitted. He was like, "I can't do it, so I'm going to go to, uh, you know, LSU where I could drive in the state." And guess what? Like, yeah, Louisiana does. They do have a lot of talent, but guess what? It's not like you can just recruit Louisiana and win a national championship. I they don't are here. T-
1: like, I like honestly. Like, I it oh yeah, matter. Like, saying, do what like, you want. Do what you want, but like what are you blaming Notre Dame? Like that th- that is not the problem. That th- why are you blaming other people? Like, oh, he acted like he like he said he referenced in one of the pieces, oh, I had five straight seasons of double-digit wins. It's like, dude, that's good. I'm not gonna say that's not good, it's very good, right? But like that work. Do you think you're entitled to stuff
0: because of that? It's also the expectation.
1: Like, it's not that great. Like like whoa, whoa. And I put out a tweet like last year or something. Like fans should be happy with the program. But I don't want the program to be happy with the program. Like I want the program to be like this is we, we need to keep pushing cuz we're not where we want to be. Right? Fans need to keep perspective, but the coaches The people who are paid, like, they need to, like, be the ones pushing the envelope. And let me tell you right now, okay, there's a lot of things about Marcus Freeman, right? There's, you can say a lot of things. He's, uh, you know, he's inexperienced and, you know, he doesn't know a lot about the offense and that sort of thing and whatever. Right now, right this second at 751 Pacific, Marcus Freeman is talking to a recruit right now he is texting a recruit right now that's what he's doing like he is he is doing everything he can and yeah. that is that is what you want in the off season right he is doing everything he can and like can we say that about Brian Kelly no. cuz Brian Kelly can't say that about Brian Kelly he admitted because, it because he admitted, admitted, admitted. it he admitted, no, I no, don't no, no, no. like he he he's talking about like he he's talking about oh recruiting 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 and what does he do he goes in a, and gives an interview I'm tired of the recruiting I had to go out on the road for six weeks I had to fly private jets for six weeks what what yeah and then and then you're gonna and then and then but what doesn't he like he doesn't like he he doesn't like uh. I don't like losing in the playoffs and his response then is I want more chicken parm in, in, in the goog. like, no, go grind, go grind. He didn't didn't do it. He didn't want to do it. So good. Like, look, he did us a favor. He did us a favor. Goodbye. Good luck. Don't talk about us. Don't. Did talk you about catch Notre the Dame, subtle,
0: the subtle Dame, little, Dame. the subtle little? I don't know what call it, I don't want to call it jab, but like the you call it a warning shot that he sent to Marcus Freeman in the one article too. I did see that. Yeah. So for those of you who didn't, because uh, there was a lot to be pissed off about in the article, it was like he said something like, "You know what? I needed all, however many years." Of I needed coaching.
1: 19 years.
0: Yeah, he, I needed all 19 years of my head coaching experience, you know, just to screw up my first six at Notre Dame. I don't know, but Marcus he said be,
1: first two, yeah.
0: No, he said I think he said six.
1: Whatever. It doesn't matter.
0: And, but and he's like, oh, but I'm sure Marcus will be fine. He's smart. And it's like, OK, I see what you did there. You basically are saying, like, I had 19 years of experience and I still screwed it up. So good luck with the next guy. Um, very good. Good luck to, uh, you know, to the, to the next guy in reference to Marcus Freeman. And it's like, dude, again, like, did you? Did you need to add that? No, you you probably didn't. Probably did not need to. It
1: speaks to it speaks to insecurity.
0: Agreed, because he had other little things in this in in these pieces too that he were clearly like doesn't, he clearly doesn't like he
1: clearly. It was easier for him. He clearly feels threatened.
0: It was easier, he claims, for an Irish Catholic guy from Massachusetts to assimilate to Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Than it was at the University of Notre Dame. He said that. He said it was easier for him uh, to assimilate, uh, you know, to 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 assimilate there uh, and, and and fit in than it did than it was at Notre Dame. Like, dude, you your name is Brian Freaking Kelly. You're an Irish Catholic guy f- from Boston. Like Notre Dame is like made for you. Like you are like the you go into a lab and you say like I don't know, give me a Stereotypical Notre Dame like profile. And it's kind of it's somebody like Brian Kelly. And to so to say to you know, in an article, ah, oh, it's easier to assimilate here. And some of it is him posturing. We know he is, you know, grew up what you know, a politician or you know, was a son of a politician, whatever. And it it just it came through. And it's funny now to see it on this side, because I guarantee you, Cincinnati fans felt this way. 12 years ago and we probably made fun of him and said get over it and it's like okay i i apologize
1: look brian kelly doesn't believe his own spin because you know one thing on the inside the garage those guys are always saying is control the controllables right Mm -hmm. and brian kelly couldn't do that he didn't want to do that right Mm -hmm. he's worrying about he's worrying about training tables when he's
0: not calling recruits, which right? I wonder what like I, I was trying to think of this tonight is like what what was it that like because again it's it's when there's two articles like this same freaking piece it's the same sound bites he he and his camp clearly wanted this message to get out at this point in time like that's a cool you know cooperated effort there of like okay we're gonna get. You this piece in the AP, we're gonna get you, you know, to sit down with Dennis Dodd. You're gonna say the same things to both. This is what we want out there. So, like what I, I, I'm very curious as to just like what it is right now that Kelly was like, I need I want this out there, you know. Is it well is Notre it Dame's
1: the, got Notre Dame's got the number one recruiting class right now? Just,
0: is it the fact that the, Notre Dame is
1: and right? he's they're both after Dante Moore? They're not gonna Brian Kelly's not gonna get Dante Moore. No, he doesn't like it. You know, but Marcus Freeman is talking about bringing mass back and how it's like, oh, I'm, I, I was surprised that we didn't do that when I got here. He said, right. Yeah. And Brian Kelly makes some quote about how there's a there's a there's a Catholic church on every corner. Yeah. You know?
0: Ooh, like, oh, that's okay. a good pick, up. Like, a like, good pick like, up. Like
1: he's He's clearly feeling threatened. He clearly feels like and that's why he made the comment about about
0: good luck buddy it
1: took me yeah it took me two years or six years or whatever maybe that's it maybe he hates how
0: much notre dame fans are liking freeman because
1: he can't because he can't it's like if i couldn't do it no one could do it right it's like and, and honestly like the the thing about him is you know those those guys on inside the garage too they are always defending kelly they are always defending him and and brian kelly never takes it upon himself to reference the players it's everything is about brian kelly brian kelly brian kelly you know i i felt like i did everything i could at notre dame and notre dame felt that they did everything they were gonna do for me for me not for the program not Mm -hmm. for my players not for the kids right because what did he what did he reference the training table right he referenced the training. He didn't. He didn't reference ac- academics. He didn't rec- reference any of that stuff. You know what he didn't reference support?
0: either? The giant state-of-the-art indoor facility that was built. Right, right, right. He right, was there, right. It's yeah, like, yeah, okay, well,
1: because, I got that. Because, because, yeah, you can't, you can't, because you can't say they renovated the the stadium. They renovated. The, they got the jumbotron. They did the light show. I mean, they they were doing a whole bunch of things. That's the other yeah. part. It's like you can't you can't complain about you can't complain about these things and pretend like the other stuff didn't happen. Yeah. Of course, of course it did. Like we all know, right? Like we all know what happened because like the, the, when, when, when And the other part is like when he, we hires Marcus Freeman, right? Chad Bowden, who, whose idea was that? That was Marcus's idea.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. That was Marcus, right? Marcus came in and was like, Hey, I, I got to bring this guy. Like we, we need to, we need to get going. Right. Mark has totally changed the way everyone thinks about recruiting now. OK, and that's just true. The results have to come. But the way he talks about it's completely different. Mm-hmm. The other part is I was talking to Jamie. Uh, Jamie Uyama, Irish Sports Daily, I was talking to him. And we forget and, and Brian Kelly, you know, omits because it doesn't fit the narrative that he wants to push is that. It was about to happen. They were going to renovate the Goog, and then COVID happened. And then the money went away, right? Because no one was doing that, right? Like you weren't going to renovate the Goog while in COVID, and everyone's losing their job, and no one's on campus. You yeah. know, like you couldn't do it then. And so it's just like he, of course, knows that, right? Um, and I think it was brought up even publicly by yeah. maybe yeah, it's in
0: an article. It was in one of right. the articles. So that's a matter it. of
1: public record. Like that's a matter of public record but he yeah. doesn't want to talk about that yeah. because it doesn't fit the narrative that he wants to push. So to me, you know he didn't want to do everything he could. He was over it. And and okay, fair enough, right? If yeah. you say like look, I'm I'm it's 12 years and and I and I I kept finding myself looking at other opportunities. I kept finding myself looking at other jobs and I had an itch to go there and I decided to scratch it. And that's what I wanted to do. And I decided that wasn't fair to my players. It wasn't fair to the players. If I was looking around at other jobs, wanting to take those jobs. And if I and Notre Dame is not the type of place that you can be half in. And yeah. I felt like I was a little half in. So I took this other challenge because I felt like it was the best thing for everybody. For me, for the program, for Notre Dame, for everything. Right? If he had said that, if that's what it was, then, hey, it, it, it's just one of those things. Right? Yeah. And he could have gone out the right way, but he didn't. He's going out like this, yeah. and he looks terrible, yeah. he sounds terrible, and that's why everyone's dunking on him. And everyone's not dunking on him because he's, he's, you know, all jilted or whatever. No, 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 no. We're dunking on you because you look like a moron, and you sound like a moron, and, and you're saying things that are ridiculous. that don't add up, and it's embarrassing, frankly, yeah. for him, in my yeah. opinion. Dude, so. all you have to do is say $95 million. That's it. Like, dude, I, who's getting mad yeah, at you? You know, and, and look. Who's getting mad at you his, if you say all that? All I'm is, like, is like right? if, if you have it in you to, to think of others. Because, look, he could, like, you could be thinking of, of the players. You could be thinking of the program by itself. You could. But he doesn't because he's not that type of person. Yep. And he shows it every time he opens his mouth. Every single time. Every single time he opens his mouth. It's about Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly, Brian Kelly, Brian Kelly. I want to drive around in my Tesla. Yeah. Like, all right.
0: <laughs> so. Ah, that's a good, you know what, though? That is, that's a good segue here. Because one of the other things I wanted to talk about tonight, uh, when, again, before, when I sent you my little proposed agenda, uh, prior to the Brian Kelly interviews, you know, pop in was the fact that it does kind of feel and we had some questions about this uh it does kind of feel that Notre Dame might just be like on the verge of a huge like almost recruiting tidal wave coming in there's so many top players right now that you you know you you you're seeing reports it's like Notre Dame is in driver's seat with Boom, 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 right? Like, all these players, and you're like, damn, like, really? Like, it, Dante Moore, you already mentioned it. it. It seems, again, you look at things like the, you know, the on-three predictor machine, and I, I forget what the exact number is now that uh, that that Moore is to, to Notre Dame. But, I mean, the general consensus seems, unless you're E.J. Holland, uh, who seems to still be holding out hope for, uh, you know, for – uh, you know, for, uh, for Dante Moore to land at, uh, at, at Michigan, but it seems the general consensus is like, Hey, this is Notre Dame's to lose. And you don't want to say it's just a matter of time, but it kind of seems that way. Uh, at least again, based on, based on reports, but it's like him, he is, you know, he is hopefully, you know, one that's going to one domino that's going to fall. And maybe that's the one that Notre Dame needs to fall for these others to really start, uh, you know, to, to, to start falling. But um, I mean, there's others too. You, you know, you go through, again, just look at a a list of the top 100 prospects that Notre Dame's after. And there's a lot of names that, you know, you see on recruiting sites, people saying, Hey, I think Notre Dame lands this, this guy, this guy, this guy, and this guy. Um, I mean, so what are your thoughts? Do you think we are close to it? You think it's still going to be a little bit of a ways out?
1: Uh, I, you know, I'm not really sure. I know. Um, let's see. I mean, Dante Moore is kind of a mystery, right? Like it, everyone just wants to know, like when is that decision gonna get made? Yeah. Um. And I don't know if he knows, right? And yeah. so, like, is he gonna take? Um. You know, how is he gonna take a bunch of officials? Is he gonna take one? Is he gonna take zero? Is he gonna take three? You know, where is he even going to go, right? He doesn't release top groups or any of that stuff. Um, so, it's, you know, there's that. Um, As far as the rest of it, you know, I, Br- Braylon James said on Twitter he was going to uh, top 100 wide receiver. He was going to yep. commit soon. Um, Notre Dame seems to be in a very good position there Yeah, with him. Um, you know, he's top 100 wide receiver, right? And then you have um, Charles Jagasa, who's a top – Top 100 offensive linemen people are excited about. Notre Dame seems to be trending with him. Yep. Um, Monroe Freeling, you know, there's a couple offensive linemen, right, that that Notre Dame are involved with. Um, you look at Samuel Pemba. You look at – Jason Moore. Jason Moore, right. He's coming up. Um, you look at um, Christian Gray, the corner. You look at um, – there's a bunch of wide receivers. You know, Rodney Gallagher is coming in for the spring game um so and that's another top 100 wide receiver I mean look you can go down and you can look at the the 247 composite and you can basically like realistically come up with 10 or 11 top 100 players that Notre Dame could end up with and that's
0: that's going back to like
1: you know, Charlie Weiss days, right? 2000. Oh, I, that, may even be were, that
0: might be. That might be Lou Holtz's, uh, you know, Vinny Soraya. No, Charlie course. Weiss.
1: Charlie Weiss was.
0: I'm not saying he, was, I say he look, wasn't. He, he, but I mean, he would that,
1: grab no. like 10 or 11. He would yeah. grab 10 or 11. Charlie Weiss brought in some real classes.
0: Yeah, he did. I know. I know, he just, I know.
1: I don't know. It's, it's like it's kind of a weird thing. But basically, the point is, it's like since then, right? And you're talking about bringing in strong classes on top of like an already strong program yeah um so that's kind of where it's at so it's it's uh look it 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 notre dame seems very well positioned i would say um but you do have to end up with them and i don't just mean and i don't just mean committed i mean signed like signed right because Look, when you're when you're after the caliber of player that Notre Dame is, right? Like Samuel and Pemba, Dante Moore, right? Um, you know, Charles Jagasaw, right? Samson Okanola, who's a top 50 offensive lineman, right? Like guys of that caliber, Keon Keeley, Peyton Bowen. Those are the types of guys that you know a school like Texas A&M or Alabama. Right. Or Ohio State with their NIL collectives and that sort of thing. And they can offer literally millions of dollars to these kids up front yep. that, that for players like that, that's what's going to it could happen. Right. And oh, it's, so
0: they're going to I mean, they, they, other schools are going to keep coming after all these guys. Like that's not uh, not
1: even just keep coming after them, but come after them in a way where it's like
0: where we haven't seen before. At
1: least not you know, not officially anyway. Right. And it's right. Just oh, like, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're talking all. about, you're talking about, we're offering you, like I said, millions of dollars. To
0: come. Yeah. In the NAL and, age, the, the right. have and, changed.
1: And look at any player, any per, not even player, any person, right. <laughs> if offered something like that, they will at least consider it. Right. And look at Notre Dame, who knows what they are at this point. Um, I don't want to say offering what, what, what guidance they're giving these players as far as NIL and that sort of thing. Right. We don't know where that is, but um, that's going to happen. And so when, when things like that are in play, it it throws, um, it's just throws kind of like a wild card um, just into the mix. That's kind of unpredictable. So
0: agreed. Agreed, but it does like I said, it feels. I mean, now I, I will say too, though, I have felt Notre Dame has been in this position, not maybe not this exact position, but there have been you know, maybe like two or three years within the last five where in April, May, you know, of the cycle, it was like, oh, this is going to be the best class of then the Brian Kelly era, and it seems like they all, all of those kind of fizzled. And kind of limped to the finish line, and you know, were never able to, you know, to fully close out. Even in the years when Notre Dame had really good teams, right? Like twenty eighteen, Notre Dame went to the playoffs, but still, like, didn't have the same. Uh, I don't know. Didn't didn't really didn't really see like a huge bump on their recruiting trail as things as as those things were happening. Part of that could well, have been the just, staff. Well, in well place. we
1: could put it. We'll put it like this. Like twenty eighteen. went to the playoffs right the 2019 class was Kyle's class one uh, top
0: 100 player that's what I'm getting and so like that's but there was a couple of years where like at this time we looked and we were like this could there's a lot of top talent that Notre Dame could land and it it hasn't gone there it didn't go their way so that's why I say you know Notre Dame needs one of these dominoes to fall it feels a little different this year, it feels more real uh, just because there's so many top type, top caliber players that multiple services are saying Notre Dame leads for Notre Dame is likely to land uh, more so than other years. So we'll see how it plays out. But um, it definitely it, it, it does feel like that initial Marcus Freeman recruiting jolt has carried over um, long way to go between now and December. Uh, you know, between, uh, you know, for, for for early signing day. But uh, things look promising on that end, despite a guy down in Baton Rouge saying it's really, it's just too hard to recruit to Notre Dame, which another thing that was funny of that, by the way, is you think back to what Tom Lemming said in December, early December, when uh, he was on that, uh, it was his Chris Zorge podcast where he said, you know, Kelly wasn't going to Damatha, and Kelly wasn't going to these other big, you know, these these, these top, uh, you know, Catholic high schools, in, you know, in the, you know, in the country that produce D1 players year in and, uh, you know, and you're out. And then in the articles, Kelly was like, well, I had to go to the best schools, you know, I had to go in and uh, it, it almost seems like that quote got got thrown back at him a few times and and kind of stuck because uh, his uh, you know his uh, his line around that seemed almost like indirect response you know to that but uh, hey we're gonna see where this class nets out long way to go hopefully we get some good news soon because it's been a little bit since we had since we had some positive news but uh you know we'll uh, we'll, we'll see how that one goes but uh you know prior, to Brian Kelly's uh you know little media mini media tour. Today, the big news of the week for Notre Dame that we had initially planned on leading off with. Yeah. Was the addition of an FCS school in 2023 to the Notre Dame football schedule. Tennessee State uh got announced on Wednesday, right? Yeah, that was on uh was it Wednesday yeah. or Tuesday? No, it might have been Tuesday already.
1: No, it was Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, my days Tuesday are getting Tuesday announcement, confused. Wednesday press conference.
0: That's correct. Yes, Tuesday announcement, Wednesday, Wednesday press conference. Mixed reaction from the Notre Dame fan base, to say the least. I think, um, you know, Twitter was in. Uh, tw- tw- Twitter was in. I mean, Twitter was doing what Twitter does on uh, you know on Tuesday as the news broke. But I uh, What is your what, what what's your reaction to you know, the addition to the schedule in general, how are you feeling? Uh, you know, what, uh, what, what say you Greg?
1: Um, okay. My first reaction, like my very first, like I saw it and I thought, eh, I don't like it. I don't like this. Yep. I, I, because I didn't want them to schedule an FCS school. Yeah. This flat. like I, yeah. I, I liked the fact that they were one of three who did it. Mm-hmm. Um, And, and then that kind of went away because it's kind of like, I mean, who really cares? Like, that's not like a big, like who, you know, like, so what, right? Like it's a superficial thing. It doesn't matter. It's not like this is something like there's no banner or something like that. Like Notre Dame doesn't get anything extra light up grace hall, (laughs) light up grace. We're the only ones. Um, so it's not like there's anything. So it's like that kind of, that kind of went away pretty quick. Okay. Um, and then the other part, was the and then I thought, well, it kind of takes away the thing that, um, something that Brian Kelly used to talk about, and I think Jack Swarbrick too about, um, you know, what we used to, Notre Dame played 12 FBS games, yeah. and a lot of teams only played 11 because, you know, they would schedule an FCS team, right? right. And so then they would have 12 regular season games. And then obviously the trump for that is, well, you know, the conferences they're playing in a conference title game. And so that gets them to 12. And that's why Notre Dame doesn't have to play a conference title game. Um, so you, they're only playing 11, right? So you would only have – so if, if you if you had a 12-game season, you lost the game, you would have 10 wins versus FBS right. um, rather than 11, right? Um, you know – does it really matter? Right. Like, like Notre Dame, Notre Dame beat UMass in 2015. Like, first of all, I didn't even know that UMass, like, wasn't an FCS school. First of all, like when they scheduled it, I thought maybe they would have been, and they're not, even though they were really bad. Um, so, you know, so that it's like, I don't know how convincing is that. Right. And Jamie Uyama from, um, um Irish Sports Daily again he wrote in Six Thoughts like this never gets brought up by the committee ever no one ever brings up the FCS thing it's Notre Dame brings it up um and like fans bring it up but like it's not something the committee has ever discussed yeah um I could make the the point that um you know it it is a little different with conferences because they do have the title game so it's like it's it's not a like they might bring it up with Notre Dame because they don't have the conference though. Right. But like the other part is it's just 2023 at this point. So yeah. Could the 10 and one thing be like an issue? I guess theoretically maybe, but like the odds of it coming up, like the one season Notre Dame does it, it's not very strong. So I'm kind of over that. Um, so at that point it was like, all right, I don't really care about the FCS thing and the, the twelve game thing. It just, I don't know. It's not super convincing to me, um, you know. And it's like, there's, there's all like, well, what if, what if they lose this game and then this game and then, and then another team? It's like, I don't. I, 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 we're, we're so down the rabbit hole at that point. It's just like not right. worth the. It. It's
0: it's like, is it, 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 say like 11 and one uh you know a 11 and one versus say 2022 and 2023 like or, or is it coming down to a tiebreaker of like well you know you could have played marshall right like oh that, if you would have played marshall in your easiest game versus tennessee state you would have gone to the playoffs no like that's never going to be a tiebreaker um and one I mean the committee First of all also moves the goalposts whenever They want to kind of fit the narrative that they're Trying to sell So I, I it's never come up Maybe it does come up and then We all like you know because I, I was kind of In the same boat as you where I was like I saw FCS and I was like what that seems Like a not Why would you do that at first And then I was just like I don't care Like I just was like oh, You know whatever like okay Do I care about you know Tennessee State versus UMass versus Marshall versus Toledo versus Miami of Ohio versus New Mexico. I, I don't know. Insert any terrible FBS team that you know Notre Dame should beat 50 to 5 or 50 to 3, whatever the hell you want to say. And it's like, I just don't care. Like, I care enough to say like, ah, this is terrible. This is horrible. This is pissing on tradition. And it's like, no, it's not. Um, so, uh, in agreement, I guess, you know, in that, uh, you know, in that regard, I doubt, I very highly doubt that an 11 and one Notre Dame team misses the playoffs because their easiest game was Tennessee state. That's, yeah, that's like, my take. And,
1: yeah, and it like, just, I, 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 I don't, I'll, yeah, I agree with you. I, I the, don't
0: the think the committee cares more about how you play in your big games versus what you do in your other seven eight nine however many you know games that you you know that you that you have and that's that is they've they've shown that over and over again hell they put ohio state in the playoffs with six six games in 2020 because of how few games ohio state you know ohio state ended up uh you know playing with cancellations and things like that so it's like they're gonna move the goalposts however they want if they think you know if notre dame is 11 and one Next year in 2023, and the one loss is a one-point loss on a last-second field goal, you know, to I don't know Clemson, and Clemson is undefeated, and they at the same time have beaten Ohio State in that scenario. It's like what you and USC in that in that scenario, playoff committees give you like, ooh, you know, they beat two really good teams. Their only loss is to. You know, an undefeated team, but but mm, they played Tennessee. St- nope, we're not putting them in. No, they're not going to do that. Um, they, at least they haven't shown that they would do. Uh, you know that they would uh, that they would do that. And especially when the rest of the schedule is like, you got the three marquee games, but then you look at all of the other games, and they're all for the most part. I mean, you got Navy game in there, which is whatever, but you have legit teams on that schedule that are you know the pits and nc states those teams that are like man you don't know what they're going to be year to year like they could be good in two years again like look at hell Pitt went to a new york's or new york <laughs> new year's six bowl game this past year so you don't know um so i i thought it was a lot of uh you know uproar over it and i was just like i don't know I just didn't like. I was like, uh, there's there's a lot of other things to care about. This is this.
1: always, th- yeah. This is always one of those things where it's like at first, like for the first, I don't know, twenty thirty minutes, it's like I'll have some kind of opinion. And then after a while, it's like I don't know. <laughs> you
0: know like, yeah, whatever. it's like the people like, who are still like, pissed like, off about like grass versus turf. It's like I
1: yeah, like play whatever. what you want, man. Like play, play the games. Like, I, like here's the other thing too, is like if we're gonna be mad about anything. Because, like, Brady Quinn, right? Let's go – let's uh, talk about this Brady
0: Quinn. Let's, let's bring it right? up. Bring him in.
1: Bring it in. Well, so, like, he 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 was, like, very upset about this because this doesn't add anything. It's a no-win situation. And, and what? It, it doesn't improve. It only hurts or something. It's like, look, no. No. First of all, like, Notre Dame plays a game like that every single season, and that's against Navy. And no one – like – if we're gonna be mad about anything, that's what we should be mad about. It's that like Notre Dame plays a true game like this every single year against against a team that that is actually pretty good. And even when Notre Dame beats them when they're pretty good, they get no credit. They didn't they beat a top 25 Navy team by 56 points and didn't gain in the polls. If you if you do that. Why would you? Why would you ever do it? Like, because yeah. Notre Dame isn't scheduling this game because it's going to be a quality win. Like, no, everyone knows that, right? Like, they put them in place of a buy. Like, it was going to be a buy, and Notre Dame didn't want the buy, so they it's like, all right, we'll put it in Tennessee State, right? Yeah. And the reason, and why do they want? Why is there a buy in the second week? Because we're going to stupid Dublin to play stupid Navy. Yeah. Why are we doing that? Like, that's ridiculous. Like, we, that, why? That is what's messing everything up. It's not the Tennessee State game. It's the Navy game. Yeah. Why is that game being played? If we're so mad about games that don't matter. And that don't have any benefit to Notre Dame, then drop the Navy game. Mm-hmm. We don't need it. It doesn't help. They play an offense. It, it doesn't. It doesn't translate to Whoa. any other game full, on the schedule. You are
0: full anti-Navy now. Not anti-Navy I, I, as in like
1: no anti-on
0: yeah. the schedule.
1: It's just like, look, it's the same argument. It's the, If you don't want to play Tennessee State, you don't want to play Navy. It's the same mm-hmm.
0: thing. That's actually very true. Which also, and, do you, and, do you and, think Brady Quinn cared that in 2006 – he won the commander or he and Notre Dame won the uh, the commander in chief's trophy because he got to play three service academies and what right, like
1: like three service academies, like like what did that benefit? What did that do for Notre Dame? It didn't do Nothing. anything. And not only that, it didn't penalize them either because they went to the sugar bowl and got waxed. Yeah. You know, like like so So why what like why I, I don't I don't understand like the argument. Like the, his argument, I, I thought it was weak. Like it's a weak argument. It's not good. It's like no, it's not. It's not that it hurts Notre Dame. It, it, Notre Dame plays like games like that all the time. The, the one thing that I don't like is they already have Western Michigan on the schedule and they already have Navy on the schedule. And so then you're gonna put it on Tennessee State. Like I don't like three games like that. Right. But whatever. The, the point the, is, it's like get rid of the Navy game so we don't have to fly across the continent. That's you know across the globe to to go play this game that no one cares about
0: from a pure strategic standpoint too like putting tennessee state in place of the bye week there or what what, what could have been a bye week uh following the the trip to dublin was smart is smart scheduling because you now don't have to use your bye in week two you can you 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 put in a team that you should beat handily even coming off you know, a an overseas, uh, you know, an overseas trip, which we saw in 2012. Remember how good Notre Dame looked against Navy in Dublin, and how bad they looked coming back the next week against Purdue. Against Purdue. So and,
1: and and the reason and the reason that the again the reason that the bye week is an issue in week two is because you're shoehorning this Navy game in.
0: Yeah. That no one wants to play.
1: No I do one one want to go to play. it,
0: though. I'll say that. I don't know if I, I definitely want to go to it because I didn't go to the last Dublin game and I regret it. I don't it. want
1: to go to that. Why do I want to go to that?
0: You ever been to Dublin, man? Glorious. Love it.
1: I'll go to Dublin to, to not watch football.
0: Well, that's fair. I've been that's to Dublin. I'll go to Dublin. I've been to Dublin twice, Um, both times to not watch football. But no, I don't uh, want to
1: fly all the way to Dublin to watch a football game. I don't want to do that. No. I, and, and I don't. And especially not against Navy. I'd rather they played some Irish
0: team, an ir like a scrimmage. I'm joking, but,
1: the, <laughs> but like, like, that's the that's the that's the. Rather they play Hogwarts. I, I would I would rather joke. About, <laughs> I would rather joke
0: about rather them doing that. Uh, I'd rather go watch Notre Dame play Quidditch I'd rather joke about them doing that than go
1: to actual game. It's just it's it's just you shouldn't do it. It's not good
0: that doesn't bother me if we're mad
1: about if we're mad about games that that shouldn't that don't help the program we should be getting rid of maybe
0: i mean that doesn't oh i don't don't know that i'm there uh because that's another one i know there's there's a lot of fans who have some like get it off the schedule i'm like it's i don't know i think it's almost maybe i'm just getting old right because a lot of this stuff where when i was younger i probably had
1: why do do we owe them anything now i'm just like man they helped out lots of universities not just notre dame True. The debt has been paid. True. Let's move on with our day. I just I'm just saying I don't mind
0: it. Like, yeah, cuz we should be we should beat them every year pretty handily. So, uh, Well, eh, what
1: well, what are what are you saying right now? What are you saying right now? We should beat them every year pretty handily. Yeah. Like, ex- that's my whole point.
0: I agree. I get I get what you're it's saying.
1: It's like even when they're good, it doesn't matter. You should I, beat them every year pretty handily. Every single year, I'll just beat Navy. Okay, well then, then don't get mad about Tennessee State then. Hey, don't get mad about that.
0: That I agree with as well. So I'm just saying, I don't know. It just doesn't. Uh, I don't. I don't have a strong. I don't have a strong opinion really on. Playing
1: playing an HBCU is more fun than playing Navy is. That's that is true
0: by like a hundred times there better be like a battle of the bands at halftime that's all i'm saying um because at least at least their fans are excited yeah and fired up i saw i
1: saw a lot of people on the twitter machine and a lot of people on message boards being like hey look i don't know anything about anything but i'm excited for this and i'm gonna try to go to the game
0: you know who else i saw posting a lot of really good things about it is a lot of players parents all yes. on Twitter. All, 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 almost universally, all of the, the Notre Dame uh player parents who are vocal on Twitter were pretty universal in their you know in their support of uh you know how much they how much they liked this edition and how uh you know how uh you know how excited they were for it. I saw Dom Merriweather post, he's definitely having a tailgate where you know the best burnt ends in all of South Bend will be uh Will be readily available. I don't know. You think Brian Kelly tries to sneak in? I don't know if they I don't know if uh if LSU has a bye week that week. Probably not because it's early in the season, but I don't know if maybe you know BK tries to sneak in. I don't think in. Mr. Merriweather
1: is gonna allow him.
0: That's why I said sneak in, like, nah, sneak in. Like sneak in for the fourth he, helping. Because we know we he only he had he three <laughs> helpings at the Merryweather's house. So uh, sneak in there and try to try try to get one more one more helping of the uh, of the burnt ends, but uh yeah, no, I, I get at the fans who were like, ah, "This is horrible." I was like, "Is it? Is it really horrible?" Yeah, like, like I don't know. There's I guess a lot of horrible don't... things right now. That's not one of them.
1: <laughs> if someone doesn't like it,
0: I get. Which also like, I should fine, say, like, right, like it's, fine. exactly. If you don't like it, I get that. Like, I didn't want to play an FCS. I'm not like trying to 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 discount that. I'm just saying I it wasn't something that I cared about. Even
1: you, yeah, like even if you don't like it. Like, what I would say is by now, you should probably just be over it because yeah. it's just, it's not that big a deal. That's what I think. <laughs> it's, it's like, in terms of like the, for some people, it's a very big deal in the positive. Um, very much, yeah. You know, if, if you don't like it, if you don't like the the schedule, like, look, I think that you're, you're kind of... Um, it's not great for the home slate, right? Just from, like, you're playing Tennessee State and um, and Central Michigan, like, back-to-back. I don't love that. I don't love Navy, Tennessee State, Central Michigan, Ohio State. I don't love that. But, like, we got a question about why is this a negative. Like, those are probably, like, that's probably my biggest is, like, I would rather. I mean, if you could schedule a game that's actually like against the team, um, like like cow, like that's that's a team that you could actually get something out of that, right? You can't not really getting anything out of playing Tennessee State, and if you are, then maybe you're not very good. So I, I don't love that. Right. I don't love going into like a big game against Ohio state against three teams where you're not really learning about yourself. Um, True. And you're
0: not getting better. But, Valid points too. but nobody's but, making that argument like, really. Who's well, upset about this? Well,
1: uh, well, no, it's just, it's something that I don't like. Right. It's yeah. not that it's just as a matter of fact, I don't like it. But it's like Jamie said, like, well, it's either that or a buy. And, and like you said, like you know, save they, the buy for had, later in the year. Well, it's like you said, they had Purdue after Navy in 2012, and they almost blew that game. Yeah. So I, Tommy I, I Reese
0: did, had to come in and so save the day.
1: And that just goes back to my other point of the real problem is the Navy game, not the Tennessee State game.
0: So. I'm still probably gonna try to go to that Navy game. Not gonna lie to you, Greg. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's fine.
1: You can pretty.
0: Go. Our little guy, little here guy,
1: I am not going to say what our
0: little guy, our little, our little guy, Peru, he was a champ. We had him on a plane for the first time. So I know he can handle that flight because he just handled a four hour flight like a champ. Little guy slept almost the whole way. It was, uh, it was glorious, but, um, all right, coming up on an hour here. So there was a couple other things I know we wanted to jump into and we'll, well, then we'll get to, to, uh, you know, to questions. One of which, you know, we we, we alluded to it, I think we need to address the elephant in the room, Greg, and that is the Kyle Hamilton draft slander that has been happening over the last, it seems like the last two to three weeks. You think it's real or... Do you think it's um again some GMs being like, eh, plant this because we're hoping he falls and it's like now it's like well oh shit there's people who are like he's gonna fall out of the top ten he's gonna fall out of the top fifteen it's like what are you are you kidding me like have you watched the tape and I know I know some claim they watched a lot of Notre Dame games again whatever the guy in uh I don't know the the the, the Lions uh, radio guy. Who wore all of his Michigan gear to, uh, you know, to to record a video of himself to the Notre Dame fans, which was just, I mean, you want you want to talk about loser energy from Brian Kelly? That was like loser energy on the like nth degree. But uh, I don't know. You think some of it's gamesmanship from? Because I mean, this time it's silly season for the draft now, where it's like, you know, you, you got to take everything you read it about the NFL draft at this time with a huge grain of salt because you got. Thirty-two NFL general managers, however many more, scouting guys, and you know, directors of 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 of, uh, of of scouting and whatnot, planting stories with their friends, you know, those that they're friendly with in the media to be like, hey, we want, we want this guy to drop. So just plant that, you know, we have these doubts, or you heard this. Um, so what 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 are your thoughts?
1: Well, okay, aside from the Braylon Edwards slander,
0: okay, which was just hilarious.
1: Just, please know what you're talking about
0: before you. you Did you go notice on the radio? how Braylon Edwards just again? For those of you who didn't notice, know that Braylon Edwards, I guess, has a radio show. I don't know. Um, I, know I think
1: I, he might just be like a guest host. Oh, he was
0: the guest. Okay, I thought he was. I don't the actual... no,
1: It wasn't his show.
0: Okay, but he was I, asked. I I, maybe he's like a guest host or something. He was asked about about Kyle Hamilton, and he started talking about Notre Dame safeties who haven't played at Notre Dame since 2006. As evidence of Notre Dame safeties not making it in the NFL, so he, he was like Tom
1: Zbikowski and Jerome Sapp Tom, and Gleneral. Uh, and Earl.
0: Which who did who did Braylon Edwards play against? Those guys. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, but it's like, oh, bro, what, what? Bro, what about <laughs> the guy who was one of the best safeties in the NFL for the last decade? Uh, right? How many Pro Bowls, Karis? Who's in
1: the Lions sick? division?
0: Yeah. You so, should anyway, know about him. Yeah. But anyway, I cut you off there.
1: It was just silly. Like it's 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 two guys who don't know anything about it. Like Mm. they you don't know anything about it. Like oh, that's true. Like I need my I need my safety to be like a quarterback of the defense and to like affect like both levels. It's like okay, do, do you know? Have you ever seen Kyle Hamilton play football? And this guy's like, oh, I've I've watched a lot of Notre Dame. It's like, really? Have you? Like, have you? how much have you watched? Like, have you ever watched a full game? And, and the and the funny thing is, is someone made a great point on Twitter that the one game he probably did watch was the Florida State game yeah. because it was the only game on that day, and it was the start of the season. So it's not like he would be prepping for like a Michigan game or something, yeah. right? So of all the games, it was probably that one and Kyle Hamilton, like killed the best game in that game. So
0: dude gave just, him one like, touchdown his entire career. Like
1: this is what happened, right? He had a slower 40 than anyone thought. And so they just decided slower 40 kids overrated. I don't want him at number two, which fine. You don't want him at number two. Then fine. That's your opinion, whatever. Like, yeah. people have terrible opinions all the time.
0: But also, I mean, I will say if your argument is like, I don't want to draft a safety number two overall, even if it's like a potentially amazing safety, like,
1: I That's don't necessarily. Stupid too.
0: That's stupid, too. I don't necessarily. Too. Like, it just, it's just like if you don't want to draft a running back number two overall, I don't necessarily. I'm like, meh, you know what? I don't necessarily. Feel strongly like, you know, uh, you know uh, about that. I guess is is, is kind of my take. Is there's a lot, a lot of safeties, there's a lot of running backs in the NFL oh. that you find in later, that you find in later round. So if you don't want to use the second pick, you use on like one of your premium positions normally, right? Quarterback, offensive tackle, defensive end. I'm fine with that as an argument, but he didn't say it. he 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 had to like they had to take it. They had to take it a whole other. Well, they just had to make up place. stuff.
1: Like they're literally just making things up. There's no either. idea. Like they it's have like no a whole idea. Thing
0: going on right now. There's 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 like a, the draft. Twitter has gotten out, gotten in their head that like Kyle Hamilton is dropping, and I don't. I, I will still be surprised if he falls out of the top ten. Selfishly, hope I, honestly, so. Honestly,
1: I don't know how to. I don't know how to evaluate any of that stuff. I, no clue. Because what maybe it, maybe well like a lot of these guys they they hear things right.
0: Mm -hmm. but they hear things from gms again
1: right and so maybe maybe it's real and maybe it isn't you know i have no idea like i i I cannot even attempt to
0: you know i cannot even attempt i gotcha all right well i still hope he falls i forget actually now damn it after my guys are 16 is to say we made the trade. We made the trade with the Saints while I was on a little vacay. It was.
1: Um, uh, it was.
0: Uh, I think we have 6 seven, eight. They're, they're going
1: to take a, They're going to take a receiver. The Eagles? Eh hey,
0: we'll see. I don't know. We don't have a good track record. We do not have a good track record with the wide receiver position, other than Devonte Smith. Uh, but anyway. So. All right. Uh, I think we had one. was it one other topic that we wanted to uh, to cover off on here?
1: we got to go real quick on the uh, Chris Smith.
0: Yes. Notre Dame, Notre Dame landing a uh, a graduate transfer interior defensive lineman. Or not graduate transfer, just transfer. Um, the interior defensive lineman, which is interesting because I think we talked about it before. Uh, it is kind of the defensive line's got a lot of pieces, but it seems like interior was where there's some question marks. And, and Smith is still, I mean, he's a big Guy, but he's still not like it's not like Notre Dame landed like a 330 pound, you know, guy that you can just be like, hey, you're gonna plug up the middle, you're gonna demand some double teams, um, right. and that's what that's what we want. I mean, obviously, it's never a bad thing to land somebody, uh, you know, to land a uh, you know a quality a quality defensive lineman and add some extra bulk there. I mean, so from that perspective, I think you gotta like the you know like the pickup it is interesting timing. You know, because it did happen mid spring practice. So whether or not it's you know Al Washington and Marcus Freeman being like mm, we need somebody else there, I don't. You know, I don't. Well, they thought
1: the Cape Aiden Keanu He tore up his knee. He that's true. Someone inside. Yeah. That, I, I, in my opinion, this is that's exactly what it was. Good
0: point. Good, good point. So, we, you think he depth? You think he's gonna challenge? You think? What are your thoughts?
1: I think he's depth for sure. Yeah. I, I think he'll be in the rotation. Yeah.
0: Because
1: then you don't, because what you don't want is you don't want Howard Cross having to play nose.
0: Yeah. Right. So
1: if he can't, if he can be behind um, Jacob Lacey inside on the, on the, on the one tech, then, then you're good. You can keep Howard Cross on, on the three tech behind uh, Jason Adamalola and then you're all set. You have your two. And then if you need to go three deep, then maybe someone like Gabriel Rubio can can be the
0: True.
1: the backup one tech there
0: i uh, do and you kind I of set i do i do like that it probably means that uh, riley mills can play a lot more outside as well you don't have to rotate him in right uh for you know for for depth uh because i still he's gonna be one of my guys to that i was beating the drum for that last year um so hopefully i'm, I'm hoping that comes to fruition uh comes to fruition this year all right, I think we covered all. Was there anything else on my little agenda that I had sent over?
1: Uh, Payne.
0: Oh, is, that's uh, correct. Yes, you want to touch is, on that uh, quick, and then we'll go. Yeah,
1: he was uh he was an uh, Indiana uh, commit. Um, never signed. Or no, no, he did sign, and then but they let him out of his uh, out of his NIL or an N L I national letter of intent because um, uh, because dylan mccullough was uh his coach and so yep. now he's at notre dame so he you know is looking at notre dame right um yep. i think he visited who did he visit minnesota where did he go he or when it was kentucky
0: yeah he just kentucky. went somewhere it was kentucky, kentucky.
1: kentucky yeah no he oh minnesota was uh the defensive tackle
0: correct he, was committed, he was, was committed there
1: um right so he was at kentucky and then he came to notre dame um you know i mean look I Dylan McCullough was his coach and so now he's Notre Dame's coach. Notre Dame is interested. Uh, so I, that seems to fit, right? Um, I kind of I kind of like him. Like I, I I I liked him early in the I liked him early in the the process. And then he kind of fell off the radar, so I just kind of stopped paying attention. Um, but I like his game. He's I, I thought he was just a back. They use him out of the backfield a lot, like they use him just like wide out uh he plays linebacker there's a lot of like uh a lot of like kyron williams to his game honestly
0: um
1: i think kyron is i was more excited about kyron as a football player um than pain um but that was like i i had a lot more kind of film to go off of because i think pain got hurt last year so um he didn't play as much but in terms of versatility like the way that they play i think pain is a little bit has a little bit more acceleration he seems to accelerate in the open field um, better than Kyron. Kyron didn't really have that. He was just more of like a like a one-speed kind of guy. It's like he yeah. he get, gets in the open field and he has his speed. He doesn't really have that big acceleration. I think Payne does. Um, Payne is like a really good blitzer. He's really physical. Um, he's very aggressive. Like, I could see him playing special teams. Um, I don't know how big he is. That's probably a concern, right? Like, is he... He's listed at 5'10, doesn't look 5'10. If he was 5'8, I'd be happy about that. Um, so or like if he was Kyron size, like I'd be happy about that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I like his game. I, I I thought it was a weird fit to me because I thought he was just straight running back. Um, but he has he does a lot more things. So I think they can use him um in ways that are just kind of beyond, you know, as a running back, right? They can use him in the slot, you could use him on special teams um so it's a I, I like it. if they get them I'll, I'll be pretty excited about it
0: right. i have nothing to add you nailed it so you, okay. you, you've at you've said it all i was like okay you got it all so all right um we're and we're at we're at over an hour now so let's let's hit up with some questions we'll put a bow on this one um questions we got here from oscarito el crotch ito at gone in 2059. Oscar always sends questions, so appreciate it. Uh, appreciate it, Oscar. Um, first one I think we covered on already. What's the quickest way to loop back around and destroy any bridges you might have had? Pretty sure that's in reference to uh, Mr. Brian Kelly. Um, which position uh, can most afford switching someone over to wide receiver, a.k.a. what's the deepest position? What are your thoughts here? <sighs>
1: Man, switching someone to wide receiver. I mean
0: hmm. I think in theory it's probably somewhere in the secondary, in theory, but I don't know that there's anybody there. I mean,
1: well, Xavier Watts was a wide receiver. So yeah, I, I don't guess, know that there's anybody there. And, and it's there like I think switch. they I think they do have um, I think they do have like a lot of options at safety at this point, right? Um, between Henderson and Joseph. And you know Griffith and Brown Watts. Yeah. Well, I just if you if you took away Watts, I guess oh, I they could you. do it. Um, but he doesn't seem to want to, no. and and I think he can play safety. I, I mean, yeah. I think I think the running backs are going to say running um, backs. I I think the running backs are especially if we add one.
0: <laughs>
1: right. Um, right. Exactly. You know, because I I you could see Tyree out there.
0: Tyree. Yeah. I was
1: wondering. I was wondering how how good uh price is at that Mm. um so but it's like as a switch like as a position like i don't know like it would either be secondary or or running back and i don't see like a natural fit there i was actually thinking that it it would there's an option the other way if we had more wide receivers because we do have kind of a problem at corner right now if we had other wide receivers you could you could cross-train lorenzo styles because he was a really good corner um i would like to see him go both ways but you kind of can't
0: because you have four scholarship whiteouts you cannot so don't even nope um all right now last question from uh from oscar is what's the tastiest oh i guess i'll finish my kids food aka guilty pleasure um I'm going to say, I, I mean, for me, I, I don't have any yet because little guy is six months, almost six months. And uh, I mean, he's only eating pureed things. So I'm never like, oh man, I want some of those. I'm going to eat the rest of that pureed sweet potato. Um, I mean, I can say I know when he gets to the chicken nugget age, I'm going to steal a lot of chicken nuggets because I love chicken nuggets. But um, I don't know. Your, your kids are a little older. What, what's yours? Right. So chicken nuggets are popular. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um,
1: ice cream is popular.
0: Okay.
1: Like there's always a half piece of pizza left.
0: Ooh, okay.
1: That. Um, but the best one at the moment is, it's like a, from a guilty pleasure point of view, is the trick is, so on Sundays, the kids uh-uh. have gymnastics, generally speaking. On Sundays, the kids have gymnastics in the morning. And then so then on the way home from gymnastics, we stop and get donuts. And the trick is you get them a big donut. And especially the baby. She doesn't finish. She never finishes. So you always get like half of whatever donut she wants. Okay. Is where it's at.
0: So no munchkins. Go right for the full donut. All right. Good to know. Good to know. All right. Um, More to come. Uh, You know, as uh, as, as our little guy here uh, eats more food. But uh, next question. Clutch Sports Notre Dame, at Clutch Sports ND, uh, I think covered most of this. But, uh, you know, speaking of recruiting, it seems ND is on the precipice of landing, you know, quite an elite class. If things pan out in favor of Notre Dame, how could this class compare to the other great classes that Notre Dame landed? So, I mean, you've already kind of said, like, it, it's going to compare, in your eyes, you know, some of the early Weiss classes that were, you know, top two, top three, uh, you know, overall. Yeah, Yes. Yeah. Yep, I think probably in that same boat. Like I said, still cautiously optimistic um, about it. Uh, Doug Sant at Dougie Sants, uh, we covered this a lot too, but we're going to read it because he asked it. How do y'all feel BK uh, literally admitted he was a terrible recruiter? Covered that already. Uh, but, uh, Thanks, thank you, you, Yes, thank you for the question. Here's one from Austin, uh, Austin Bradley. Asks us, what is worse? Ranch, or thinking Notre Dame safeties quote don't translate to the NFL. Pretty sure this is in reference to my uh, cancelable food take that, that when that thread went around the other day when I said I hate ranch. I do. I do not like it at all. I think it's gross. I don't like it.
1: I won't That's put it on crazy. anything.
0: I won't put it on anything. I won't touch anything on it. You give me a sandwich that has it. I'm gonna say please no ranch. Um, just don't like it. Not a fan. Um, uh, so ranch is worse to me. Um,
1: I don't, I don't, I don't have that, uh, feeling.
0: Yeah. So I don't so have to the safety about
1: ranch. It's obviously the Notre Dame safeties. Yeah. Um, I eat ranch with a lot,
0: Oof. Yeah.
1: pretty much anything fried, like fried chicken,
0: Ooh, like no.
1: fried, like, like fried, like chicken strips, um, chicken sandwich.
0: No, not a um, fan. I'll
1: put ranch on a burger. I yeah. ranch with fries. I like ranch with tater tots. I like ranch with mozzarella sticks. I'll yeah. Well,
0: whoa, whoa, whoa,
1: whoa. Ranch uh, with
0: mozzarella sticks? Yeah. I like ranch with salad. Ranch with pizza. I mean, most of the things you've said, I'm like, I don't like ranch, but I can somewhat see how somebody who would like ranch would But mozzarella sticks? Yeah. No. It just seems offensive. That's... Okay. I think I think I think our our <laughs> I think our friends on one foot down um, who have Italian food takes might uh, might have some some thoughts about you putting ranch. I on. hope
1: Josh I hope Josh is is.
0: Can you get ranch at, this at point. Olive Garden to put on their mozzarella sticks? I don't know. Of course you can. Oh okay. I don't know. Delicious. All right. Okay. Um. Man hope josh makes it this far into the podcast to hear that um anyway uh next question uh, we got fine wine time um at at wine ing ben uh says can you see us using our backs more like unc did in 2020 and buckner being our better version of Howell, but winning more games with a much better much better defense to rely on
1: Man, I'll tell you what. I mean, a better version of how optimistic. Dramatic.
0: Optimistic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother. Um, sure. But as to those guys, <laughs> you know what? Like Notre Dame isn't isn't that type of offense. They don't yeah. have like they're not super hurry up and they're not super RPO like that. Right. They run RPOs, but like that's all North Carolina was doing. Um you know, I think people got, obviously, a little bit carried away with the 2,000-yard backs last year. Um, that was more line-based. You know, I don't know. I don't know that Tyree, he's certainly as explosive as um, Javante Williams, and I can't remember that. I can't think of the other guy's name right now. Yeah. Um, number eight. Either way. Um it, I, he's he's as explosive as them, but like he's not as good of a back. At least we haven't seen him, right? Tyree needs a runway, and those guys were were pretty shifty, mm. you know, very good at breaking tackles, very good in the open field, and that sort of thing. So um, Tyree hasn't really shown that. So I mean, he has a lot to show there. Um, and then I don't know if Diggs is as explosive as either of those guys. Um, and then Estimate is just kind of, like a, kind of like a wild card. I, I think – I honestly, I think if you had Tyree and Price, th- those two at least are style-wise more similar to the North Carolina guys. So um, maybe next year, like so in 2023, you get those guys. Like if those were the main backs, I could absolutely see that. Hmm. More so than
0: now. All right. Let's go there. We'll go to the next question. Peter Smith at his penis. Evening, gentlemen. Why do so many mock drafts of Kyle Hamilton anywhere from number two to late first round? Our owners still in love with the combine numbers more than game tape? I hope he goes to the Jets. I think he means more than the Giants. I do, too, because I don't want to see Kyle Hamilton uh, in the NFC East at all. I don't want to have to see him twice a year.
1: It would be um, great for Ashton,
0: though. It would be great for Ashton if he went to the Giants. And Jude.
1: Terrible. Ashton and Jude would love Terrible
0: it. for me, though. So we're going to hope uh, – although the Jets, man, that's just like a terrible existence in the NFL other than the fact that you're a multimillionaire. So that part's cool. But, uh, I mean, I think you're seeing it, one, yes, some people still put a lot of stock in the combine. Um, some, you know, some uh, – I think it's more GMs and talent – talent evaluators than owners i would hope most owners are not that hands-on unless your name is jerry jones um, and you have to make every decision uh, even if you're not qualified to do so but um, i think they still do put a little too much uh, to put a little too much stock in that honestly i also think i, I do think there is a little bit of uh, you know misinformation getting thrown out there he has a bad 40 time you have some GMs who are maybe in the back half of the top 10 or in the low teens who are like, hey, I'm going to put this out there uh, in hopes that, uh, you know, that he starts to fall so that I can get him without having to trade up. Um, but that's just um, kind of my uh, my opinion.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, there's the 40 time, obviously. Um,
0: yeah.
1: I-, I wonder what he means by late first round. I'm the lowest I've seen him ever is 15. Um, which I guess by definition would be mid-first round. So yeah. I'm curious if you've seen anything else. Could um, be. It was interesting. I was listening to um, Move the Sticks pod with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks yesterday.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, and they were talking about, you know, top players at each position. And obviously, Kyle came up because um, they're top safety. And Bucky Brooks was like, you know, I saw the 40 time at the uh, combine. I didn't think anything of it. It was like nothing. And then I saw the 40 time from the pro day, and I was like, hmm, that's a little bit slower. Let me go back and watch the tape just to make sure. And he was like, I fell in love with him all over again. So. There you go. I mean, it's like, <laughs> you know, when you have good tape, you know, people good like tape. to watch. Stuff. Yeah.
0: Yep. All right. Uh, Chris Jenkins sent us uh, a question, so uh, thanks, uh, Chris. Or, uh, always send it in. Uh, always send in your questions. Um, what do y'all think of the grad uh, Harvard grad transfers? So talked about that a little bit already. I think we're both on board there. Um, have, I, we already talked about a uh, scheduling Tennessee State. And his last question is: Would ever would would either of you ever do a shui, which apparently is drink alcohol? from a shoe i can guess your answer based on your past answers of just in general of, uh,
1: uh the answer of, is no i would not do that
0: yeah i wouldn't either uh for as much as i love beer um no that's no nope, gross not even my own because that might even be the gross plus it would no. like ruin the shoe yeah so no i'm out i'm <laughs> out i'm out on that one not not uh nope all right, uh, John Schultz, uh, at John underscore Schultz. Any wide receiver transfers left in the portal you should know about? And, I mean, I, I don't think right now, but as spring practice concludes across the country, there probably will be a name or two that pops up, hopefully.
1: Yeah, it's it's, man, it's tough.
0: Does he it need it's at tough. least one?
1: They do, but I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah.
0: We shall see. Not looking promising. So, all right, Brian Scope at Brian underscore Scope says over under on starts for Drew Pine that are not, not due to a Buckner injury. He sets it at 0.5. What are you taking? I'm going to take the under. Not due to an injury? So, yeah. So Buckner. So he gets benched. benched for performance? Yeah. Or Pine wins the job.
1: Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm
0: going mm. under.
1: I'm going under. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go under too. I, I just don't see that. I don't exactly. see it.
0: All right, uh, Andy Poot at Poot Andy says, "Shakay will be a second or third round pick." Give it. So his I'm. I'm what I'm time. gonna do?
1: What I'm yeah. gonna do yes. is I'm gonna. We're gonna get off this pod.
0: Yeah. I'm,
1: I'm gonna find where he lives. Yep. And I'm gonna burn his house down.
0: Yep, that's you've that's your that's your go-to yep. your go-to move. I see your uh, you response. you know what I'm not to be trifled with. I'm outside. Can you come out uh in your uh your Achilles uh meme here? So okay. All right. Uh, don't mess with Greg when it comes to uh Kyle Hamilton. This week right. is not the week. Not the week. Not with what Brian Kelly's throwing out of there. All right, we got a question from Evan. At uh elo sun eight i guess that's how that would be pronounced on twitter um name the player that will have you the most excited when they're on the field this upcoming year for me it's estimate gotta love the big running backs who is it for you Greg? Ah, that's
1: a really good question
0: i have an offensive one and a defensive one that come to mind Uh, you you go lorenzo styles offense okay Maris Leofau, defense, because I was hyping him up last year, and then I didn't get to see him. So now I will be genuinely excited every time I see him on the field.
1: That's a great – that's great. Um, I'm going to say – I'm going to say – I'm going to say Lindsey. Okay. fair. I'm just a believer. I'm a believer in Braden Lindsey. Okay. And I'm excited. I I hope this is the year he puts it all together. Um, and then I guess I'll do a defense one too. I'm going to say Ramon Henderson. I, I really, Ah, I really enjoy him. I, I enjoy his, his demeanor. I enjoy his game. I enjoy the way he plays. So I, I like him a lot and I'm excited to watch him for the next couple of years.
0: Those are good ones too. Yeah. So, all right, we have one question here from guy tech theory. At Paddington Lopez uh we've already kind of answered it but you will will acknowledge it yes and that's give the people a devil's advocate position against the Tennessee State games so you had uh, you had already covered off on that one
1: yeah it's like not I, I don't I don't love the 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 buildup to Ohio State if that's if, the, if that's the one thing that I do, I really don't like and it, and it's not even really about Tennessee State. To be honest, it's sure. it's just about the fact and, 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 and if it was if it was Navy by Central Michigan, I still wouldn't like it.
0: Sure.
1: So I, I just don't I, I would rather I, I don't mind them like at, at the end of the day, if, if, if someone were to ask me, I would like them to do this another season and have another meaningful game um, after Navy. And it's like obviously they could lose it, and and I totally get it. Um, like I would I would I would rather the the third game of three going into Ohio State. I would rather it was against an opponent that would that would show, you know, Notre, give Notre Dame some kind of a look, a preparation, yeah. and you know, get them ready to go. I don't think any of these three games do that. Um you know fair it's take. not uh yeah it's not like it's not um what's it called it, it's it's not a huge deal it is what it is they're just gonna have to deal with it but if i had my my way i would have them do it in like 2024 or later in the season or whatever
0: mm-hmm. fair take reserved and uh and reasonable <laughs> Not necessarily most of the takes on that game that I saw on uh, on Tuesday, but uh, that covers off all our questions. Okay, I think that's all. That is, I might have missed one. Um, I know last time I definitely missed one, and then I went back and recorded the answer solo the next morning. <laughs> this is when I felt that I felt compelled to. Uh, I felt compelled to answer. So, and I think. Yep, yeah, yeah, no new reviews because we haven't been posting. That's 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 on me. We'll 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 get these going again, uh, or we have been getting them at least going somewhat regularly uh, again after a long break. But uh, hey, you know we didn't think we were gonna have as much to talk about tonight, and then here we are, hour and a half, an hour and a half. Thank you, Brian. You're the gift that sadly it keeps on getting. Just stay. Just stop talking. You know what, you know, if somebody, you know, somebody needs to, you know, uh, just say, get, uh, keep, uh, you know, keep, uh, our school's name out your mouth. All right. Well, <laughs> Jen, uh, Ryan. Okay. All right. Just do that. Just, just keep another uh, Notre Dame's name out your mouth and, uh, just go away. That's all we want at this point. And hopefully Take a couple L's every year in the SEC because uh, you don't know how to beat those teams. And we'll all have fun. That's all we want at this point. All right? Everybody will, be, everybody will be happy about that. So that's all I got this week. I don't know. Greg, anything? Are you uh, – anything to add here? Are you? No,
1: we got to um, – Jamie and I are going to do a hit and hustle tomorrow. So all right. I guess today if you're listening to it in the morning. So
0: oh it's gonna be because um,
1: I'm definitely not posting this yeah. tonight. Yeah, yeah. So it's midnight. We got a hit hustle coming out. We're gonna talk about the defense. Um,
0: it's officially Friday on the East Coast, and I got work little, in the morning. Little defensive uh, stock report situation. So all right, Tune we'll in. check check that out. And hopefully we'll talk to y'all next week. Hopefully we you know, maybe we can talk more of the team, less of the former coach making nonsensical claims in the in the media. And uh, as always, thanks for listening and go Irish.